Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From do the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Apparently we're doing feel-good sweeps now. You get swept, but you didn't really get swept. First, Rod Brendamore, Carolina Hurricanes head coach, after the Panthers win four games to none. I, I, I've been around sports for a long time. I've been a sports fan my entire existence. Four zip and a best of seven. That's always been a sweep to me. But Rod Brendamore says, ah, not so much for my team. You know, that, that's the unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And say, that's not what happened. I watched the game. So did I. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're- yeah, no, no, no. I watched it too. No, 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 you got swept. It doesn't matter if you guys were competitive. You, you got swept. But then listen to this, Jeanette. Brian Winhorst on ESPN. Speaking of the Lakers sweep, including dropping the final two at home with the great LeBron James as the face of that franchise. The Nuggets four games to none in the Western Conference Finals. Brian Winhorst says, "Yeah, it was a sweep, but." Uh, rainbows and puppies. The Lakers absolutely were terrific in going down in this series. Oh, I'm not terrific. sure I've seen a more impressive performance in a sweep ever. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we ever. doing? Most impressive stop. performance in a sweep, dude. Stop. You Come know on. That is you were most- down 30 in game one. That 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 man, Brian, has been following LeBron and hyping him up since uh. high school. That was the most disgusting. Kiss, but yeah. fine. Yeah. You could have said to LeBron. I mean, I, ew. I, that was ew. I am very. Ew. That gave you the ick. That gave I'm the very ick. pro Brian Windhorse, and I think he's very good at what he does. But you're right. That was very package handling uh, of him. Let's just hear that one more time. <laughs> and you know what it is for me? It's the use of the word terrific. Like, for whatever reason, talking about a team that got swept. <laughs> No matter how competitive it was, there's something about the use of the word terrific that makes me cringe and almost see red and get angry about it. When was the last time you actually used the word terrific? In That's the thing. You like, can't. In any context. Terrific's not the type of word you just willy nilly use to say, oh, I don't know, describe a team who got swept. Terrific, you got to pick your spots with it because it's not anymore a commonly used word like, oh, man, my. Chicken teriyaki is terrific. Nobody says that. Personally, think personally, I think the word terrific was only to exist in like kindergarten stickers with the worm popping yeah. out of the apple. Okay. That's the I, only place you see the word terrific. I've been very proud of my daughters for multitude of things over the course of the early part of their life. And not once have I ever said, I, I will say, that's awesome. That's amazing. Great job, baby. I've never been like, oh, Adeline, that spelling test, that was terrific. Like you just don't use it, so you need to pick your spots. The spot not to use terrific is when you're describing the performance of a team that got swept out of the Western Conference Finals. The Lakers absolutely were terrific in going down in this series. I'm not sure I've seen a more impressive performance in a sweep ever. 
That's we- just so eye roll. The second part, never. I'm sure. I don't think I've seen a team so impressive <laughs> in a team. That's eye roll. Terrific, though, Jeanette. Like, I hear that, and it makes me want to punch my hand into a wall. Absolutely. My mom's going to bash my head into the wall, actually. Ugh. Is there video of the way he said it? Because I feel like there was some, like, body, like, oomph movement when he mentioned yeah, let's, it, too. Let's play it one more time, and that way Jeanette can actually see it as well. Uh, oh, hey, the J.J. Reddick. Oh, he was right next to J.J. Reddick. The Audible Reddick. Assassin's going to let Jeanette hear this. Or the see Lakers this. Absolutely, were terrific in going yeah, down. He, he, like, he no, brought his head over and he emphasized a more performance in a terrific ever and came um, right to left. You know, I think Brian here is freaking out. Uh, Wendy's freaking out because what is he going to do when LeBron uh, like retires? He's probably freaking out about his career. All he Listen, knows is LeBron. I don't want to. I don't want to bag too hard on on Brian Winhorse because he's very good at what he does. Nope. That said, no question. But you like, can't call it terrific. Because getting swept is not terrific. And for Rod Brendamore, when your team loses four in a row, no matter how many times you say it wasn't, by definition, it was a sweep. Okay? It was a sweep. One word to describe the Panthers' postseason on social media, at KLV1063. Bill says magical. I think that fits pretty well. Al says Bob. That sums it up as well. I really like the magical one because it really alludes to Canada using Orlando as yeah, the background you know, say, it, on it TSN. Does. <laughs> it does. Uh, if the Panthers win the cup, where do you hold the parade on social media at KLV1063? Thomas Drance, who actually happens to be the athletic beat reporter for the Vancouver Canucks. What's up, Thomas? Miss you. Intracoastal on boats. Water taxi time. So there's precedent I for that. I love that idea. If I'm not mistaken, the 2003 Marlins uh, were on boats for their championship parade. The San Antonio Spurs, anytime they've won, they've gone down the Riverwalk in in boats as well. I got it. I got it, Ken. This is the way they should do it. Airboats on the Everglades. But where do the fans... It feels hazardous. Yeah. Well, no, that's the way they should do it. Airboats are so loud. They're just so uh, that's loud. That's the point. You want the messiness. You want all of that. I uh, thought that was... You know, I'm going to be honest, it's a horrible idea. No, <laughs> I thought I had it, man. But I appreciate you throwing things out. We can sift through it. That's good. You had the guts to throw wow. it out there. I'm sort of aligned with Christian here, but thank you. I haven't been that shut down in a while. Some people might hate <laughs> the mall idea. Um, now, now the thing with boats, say we were going to get out of the Everglades and actually use the water taxis. Okay. okay. Love it. Um, I feel like the intracoastal though, and the waterways through Fort Lauderdale, even the river, they're too wide to get a good look and properly celebrate with the team. You can't be throwing beers to the middle of Fort Lauderdale river. And then especially in the intracoastal to, to cousins or to any of those guys. You're making no sense to me. Where did the, Sasha Barkov, where did, uh, where did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have their Super Bowl? Championship parade on Tampa Bay. Exactly. That is that was in COVID times and people brought their own boats out. Yes. I I don't have a boat. They could yeah. do the same thing, though. I don't have and a boat. And then you can be with the other peasants that were around the Bay Area. There's a bunch of restaurants and everything in Tampa, But I want to see them. I want to celebrate with them. And I go I, get a boat. I want to I be able to, to shake Anthony Duclair's hand and throw him a beer. Yeah, you know that's not going to happen anyways. So. No. Uh, Add a board to him? Can you even yeah. throw that far, Ken? <laughs> huh? Can you throw that far? From the side of a street? Yeah. Okay. Not into a big body of water, I can't. But no, the intercoastal definitely has enough space for... 
For, no, for I know that. But but again, like if you have a championship parade, people walking and standing. Like I was at the Chicago White Sox 2005 World uh, Series championship parade, and people were 12 deep in downtown Chicago. That's the way it should be. Well, Chicago's built differently than South Florida. So but it could have had about Lake Michigan. I, I mean, it was November. <laughs> That's miserable. Um, but no, the Intercoastal Plus, there's big parts of the Intercoastal that have a bunch of restaurants and everything, too. You got the Brews Room that's overlooking it. You got the area with, like, coconuts um, right there, too. I think the Intercoastal is pretty dope. Not as good as airboats in the Everglades, but sure. Chris tweets in, you guys are having a terrific show today. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if that's a compliment anymore. I was going to say, I feel like we're being mocked. Yeah. Uh, no. John, John tweets in, Sawgrass Mall. Uh, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, the home team today at four here on ESPN 106.3. Bring it through Ikea. There's already arrows on the floor to indicate the route. Uh, you know what? That's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. And, that and there's I- beds. <laughs> that Ikea is one of my favorite That Ikeas. Ikea is amazing. It's incredible. I've gone there for lunch when I lived yeah. in Davie. Lunch at Ikea is actually a little known treat. A hundred percent. You spend, you spend 10 bucks, you get a piece of salmon, some salmon. There's an L in there for a reason. I don't want to <laughs> no, hear it. it's silent. No, it's not. It's, a, it's not A-E-I or you or sometimes Y. Okay. It's salmon. So is it calm? Yes. I've, that's exactly how you're supposed to say I guess it actually it. is. <laughs> that, was a terrible, that was you a terrible idiot? example to use. Because wow, I, I pronounce it calm. But you're right. It is calm. Thank you. you oh, never man, been to Ikea. Wow, stupid. good job. You've never been to Ikea? You've never life. owned a piece Get of Ikea out. furniture? Not just this Ikea. Is it every Ikea you can eat there? And yes. every Ikea has arrows on the floor? Yes, but some oh. Ikeas are better than others. Have so. you never owned a piece of Ikea furniture? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You don't know what you're missing man that's a less than a flex that's facebook marketplace my dude all right that, that is secondhand <laughs> furniture i'm not buying furniture new. Uh, uh, sometimes i'm no no front ikea has Cheaper? better price stuff than facebook marketplace yeah maybe i'm missing out i did okay. all my research when i moved into my new apartment okay ikea stuff sometimes cheaper than what you see on secondhand stores all right. uh, not goodwill though goodwill is the king of it chris uh tweets uh airboats is a great idea Terrific idea, Jeanette. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Jeremy, Shut up. go down federal from West Palm to Miami so all the fans have plenty of room and can take it in without being deadly. Yeah, the problem is with that, Jeremy, that would take three hours. Because for a parade route, you're going no more than 20 to 25 miles an hour. You know how long it would take to go from West Palm down? Like, say it started here uh, at, say, at the Phillips the- Point Towers and went down federal. For, to what? To which city? It's Miami. Oh hell no! Uh uh-uh. uh Oh hell no! <laughs> Take the bright line. Yeah. You want well, uh, me catch it on the bright now line? That's a good idea. Yes. I think uh-huh. we're on to something. The the Panthers bright line Stanley Cup parade. What are they gonna do? Be hanging out the windows at the trophy? Stay off the tracks. Like when Abraham Lincoln got assassinated, he went on a train tour. Think about the sentence that you just said. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with precedent. Think about for this. the sentence that you just said and how you presented it. When President Lincoln got assassinated. But this would be a fun (laughs) train tour. Yeah, when Kennedy got assassinated, he was in the car on the street. Right. Don't think, no. But it's not like I said, yeah, like we would have the Panthers on like a horse-drawn carriage. That's what they had Kennedy in in D.C. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Uh, I don't know why I know all this. Um, uh, Nerd. Noah says, Sunrise Boulevard from the beach to FLA Live. You go east to west. Best of both worlds. Paradise, uh, parade in Fort Lauderdale and in Sunrise. That also, though, was a long trip. There's a lot of you got to fill up the space, and that's the difficult part. I love. I actually, I actually love that. 
because you end at the mall and you still have the opportunity to Bahama breeze and do everything. Plus, you know, go to the no, airboat, right? I don't want to get like slandered it. online by, by major markets uh, doing two pictures. One, hey, this is the Panthers Stanley Cup parade. And this is what it was in Boston. Right. Check this out. I don't right. want those images and, and in my I, head. I like to think it's we'd like have the something. Panthers organization cared about something that. uniquely, I, something uniquely Broward, yeah. which is Sawgrass Mills. I think it go would be through cr- the mall, man. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. The Everglades right next door. Did you initially think of this as a joke, and then further yes. convince yourself of it? Actually, you have something here. And then I started a workshop, and I'm like, you know what? This would be awesome. Yeah. To, I, to, <laughs> to, to camp out in front of lids. <laughs> and then watch Paul Maurice walk by. It's pretty good stuff. Think of the merch sales. Oh, my so God. Many places you can just do it right there. That's a great cross promotion. I'm going to be so pissed if I have an hour wait for the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's going to be over an hour. Uh, and How then, many kids am I going to have to kick off of the bar stools? Hey, yo, that's my zebra. Uh, with your overpriced cocktail. Leave me alone. And then Mike tweets the old Miami Arena site. All right. That was cool I, I did see uh, I did see uh, Swedish House Mafia in that it's now a vacant parking lot. Swedish House Mafia had a um, that's actually I didn't know you did EDM stuff like that. Yeah, it was good. What show was it? Steve and I went uh, Masquerade Ball. Oh, look this at you! This was many many years ago in Sweden, yeah, before say- Swedish House Mafia broke up. Yeah, they broke up I think in 2012, 2013, yeah. then just had like a reunion yeah. tour a couple years ago. So it was good. It was a good time. All they're, right, they're fun to watch live. Uh, Gabe Vincent not playing tonight. What in the hell do the Heat do? We'll discuss that when we come back. And Kansas City strikes again to an unfortunate TV broadcaster. We'll tell you what happened last evening when we return. Go Panthers. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. It is hot, 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 hot. You need your AC working. We know that. You need your AC working, but when it gets hot, air gets heavy, it's super humid. This morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, the humidity was at, oh, ho-hum, 95%. No biggie. That can really mess with the air quality in your home. That can really mess with the air quality in your home. It can really get those allergies going. Pollen, air particles, pollution, getting through your vents in your home and really hurting, really hurting the air quality in that house. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. They are so versatile. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. More than just AC, which you always need to stay on top of, but also you can get your free air check quality update right now at EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, a free air quality check right now at EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, and what they also have is a Remy Halo system. They are a, a black label dealer, an RGF black label dealer, and that means they sell this Remy Halo air quality improver. What this does, this filter, it can kill COVID-19 pollutants. It gets rid of the pollen, all the things, the allergens that make your nose, your throat, your eyes go crazy because this is the time where that stuff starts affecting you. So get your free air quality check right now with EDS Air Conditioning. Schedule 
a consultation right now. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. AC, air quality, plumbing, the whole thing. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Serving Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. Uh, remember yesterday, Jeanette, when we talked about uh, concern, the concern number that you had, one being least number of concern, five being most number of concern for the Heat after dropping game four and still maintaining a three games to one lead over the Celtics. You remember that, right? See. Si. My number was at two. Everybody chill. Calm down. They're okay. You're up three games to none. You're in great shape. You get three more cracks at this thing where every game for the Celtics is a must win. It, you just feel, oh, because you're all nervous of being on the wrong side of history. Folks, we're a long way from that point. Well, now I'm up to two and a half. Wow, two and a half. I've, I've, I've t- added a half point. Why is that? Gabe Vincent, out tonight. Officially? It's official. Ankle, out. So that obviously presents a bit of a point guard conundrum. But here, here were my, my first thoughts after hearing this. Okay. One, we're going to see a lot of point Bam tonight. Bam Adebayo getting the heat into their offense and Jimmy handling the ball as well. Two, Kyle Lowry better not be... The craptastic Kyle Lowry of Game 4. We need Toronto Raptors version Kyle Lowry. We need Game 1 Knicks series Kyle Lowry. We need Game 6 last year Eastern Conference Finals Kyle Lowry tonight because he is going to have to put in some heavy minutes. Mm -hmm. And then 3, does Spo consider playing Jimmy and Bam as close to 48 minutes, if not 48 minutes, as he can? All of that has up to your level of concern yeah, to only half a point. Yeah. Because again, here's I, what I'm, I thought it was going to be more. You listed three solid reasons. Point and Bam, Jimmy, Lowry showing up being the Raptors version of himself and spoke considering to play um, Jimmy and, and, Bam. and Bam for 48 minutes. All of that said, and you only raised it to half a point. It's, I'm proud of you. It's because it's still three games to one. And if a Gabe Vincent injury was going to happen, you know when it's good to have it happen? In the game that you lost when you were up three games to none. It would be much worse if this was a 2-2 series, right? And Gabe Vincent sprained his ankle. Or you're down three games to two, like was the case, those last two examples I gave, last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Are you putting in the fact that they are playing in Boston? So this is where... The conundrum comes. Bastin. I already, without Gabe, didn't have a great feel for this one tonight. Though, again, this is the same Heat team that's gone to Boston and won twice already in this series. Mm -hmm. That said, you can't sit there and expect the Heat are going to go and win. Up three games to two coming back to Miami, you're still okay. Want to know why? Because you went up three games to none. It's okay. But, Now with Gabe Vincent injured, and uh, I suppose, yes, the Celtics do have some momentum. How do you handle this? My initial reaction is to say, hey, you're just making sure that you're healthy for game six. You're making sure you have a healthy Gabe Vincent for game six. But then the other part of me, a little part in the back of my brain says, hey, in this spot, you've just got to close it out when you can. If that means playing Jimmy and Bam 48 minutes, that's what you do. I'm very torn Right now, and I don't want to outright say that Spo is playing for Game Six, or or he should play for Game Six because they're going to go into tonight thinking they're going to win Game Five and they're going to close out the series. 
but you got to be realistic about this as well. Like the way Kyle Lowry's played in this series, it's been, well, not exactly inspiring. You want a healthy Gabe. You want to be as healthy as possible for game six. Maybe you're just sort of keeping a little bit of an eye out for Saturday. You see, for me, and this is probably why I'm not a coach in any regard, I say go for the 48 minutes. Close it out. Close it out. Get that win. Don't we don't need we don't need for you to go up to a three four five on your concern scale of one to five. Close so you, it out. Play the forty eight minutes, especially if they're carrying the momentum through most of the game. So you don't align with when uh, was it Greeny? He said uh, when the Lakers were playing the Warriors, the Lakers were up three games to one, and you sit everybody you sit, to go back to L A. Exactly, got it right here. That's what that. So you're not on that, but you're kind of thinking about that a little bit with the Gabe Vincent. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's like you're sitting Jimmy and Bam. What I'm right. saying is that you don't you don't play them all 48, keeping in mind that you'd like them because Jimmy's legs look flat in game four. You'd like him to be as fresh as he can for a game six. The opposite but, line of thinking hmm. is pushing Jimmy 48, like selling out in a way uh, for the win yeah. to end it now, leaving yourself vulnerable for a game six. But doesn't that give the message, too, that you don't trust that they guys, they can close it out a bit? Like you don't trust I suppose, your teammate? I suppose it does give off that impression a little bit. I, without Gabe, it's going to be monumentally difficult, and Spo will never say that, and Spo is going to believe. I mean, he legitimately was asked at shoot-around 20 minutes ago, what do you think about people not giving you uh, much of a chance to win tonight and some thinking not the series? His verbatim response was, we don't give a bleep. Love it. That was Spo. The Heat, according to the famous ESPN analytics, have an 18% chance of winning tonight. That one tracks though because you don't have Gabe so I just oh, come on it, missing Gabe is not going to bring no, you but down it's not it's to 18% I think you're I mean, being very dramatic with that 20 his, to 18 his production has been exemplary in the series and it's the eating the minutes as well so now you are truly relying on a Kyle Lowry and you are going to have to have Bam and Jimmy handle the ball all I'm saying is that I guess at its at its at its most basic do you play Jimmy and Bam 48 and sell out to win it? Or do you say, hey, we'll kind of gauge where we're at, but man, I really would like Jimmy and Bam not to have heavy legs for a game six when we potentially have Gabe back. Since I'm sitting in this seat, replacing someone for the day named Stone LeBanos, who will love to bring up the Vegas odds, right? That's one of the things he's encountering on. Oh, I will I do that. just that. The Here fact that... You got to spend $3 to win $1 for the Heat to win the series at this point. They're minus 300 or right around there. For something that's never been done before, of course, it's no longer a 3 0 series lead. It's a 3 1 series lead, but that's how cheap those numbers are. Does that worry you? It worries me. No, because I don't take stock in Vegas. Stone can tell me all he wants. Oh, they know this, they know this, they know this, they know this. All I know is the Boston Bruins were overwhelming favorites to win the Stanley Cup. What happened? The team with the worst odds beat them. Bye-bye. Okay? I, I, I just The Heat have, uh, the, the heat have been a, a better's nightmare in this series because they are in this postseason because they've been underdog, 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 underdog. Vegas, uh, spare me. I I just I can't I can't sit there and say oh Vegas knows best. Like me, my brain tells me not having Gabe Vincent is problematic. Forget Vegas, but I'm also Vegas is giving into this Mike Greenberg nonsense from yesterday, calling a shot that the Celtics are going to come back from down three games to none. Bill Simmons tweeting today his piece 
about when the Red Sox won game four to stay alive against the Yankees in the 2004 ALCS because he tweeted, oh, there's something in the air today. So I figured I'd reshare this piece that I wrote. How does that make you feel, Christian, as a diehard Yankees fan? You know, I came off of a couple of big Yankee wins the other day, and then I turned the channel to the Heat game, and there it was, Jeter and A-Rod sitting courtside. And right next to the Celtics. Yeah, it was painful. Uh, the worst thing to happen to sports, the worst thing to happen to sports, was the Red Sox coming back from down three games to none. Not because I'm a Yankees fan or a Yankee supporter. It actually was funny at the time to see the angst level of Yankees fans. Sorry, Christian. But the worst Don't thing... Apologize. The worst thing for sports was the Red Sox coming back from down three games to none because it gave people belief that it could actually happen. Now, it, it gave people belief that it was possible when 99.4% of the time it's not possible. It doesn't happen. But that singular moment, especially in that city, has given those people this belief to go on national television and claim that, oh, the Red Sox did it 19 years ago. So surely the Celtics can do it. No, nah, I prefer the demise of Yankee fans' egos. I'll take that all day. But, I have a hit list of when I get my Astros World Series. Who's going to wear it? It's Jeff, diehard Phillies fan, who gave me the opportunity to be an Astros in-game mm-hmm. host. And then second on the list is Christian Cat because he's a diehard Yankees Well, because he won't stop complaining about the Astros, even though the Yankees are dirty cheaters too. A thousand percent. Yeah. But the Red Sox ruined the entire thing because this should not be as anxiety-inducing as it is. This should not be as anxiety-inducing as it is, but because of the Red Sox, because of 2004, that team, they think now they're going to do this. I still believe you have a team with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Eric Spolster as your coach. That is superior to Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Joe Missoula. Okay? They're going to finish it off, Gabe or not. They might not finish it off tonight, but they're going to finish it off over the weekend. Okay? That's how I feel about it. But tonight, not having Gabe hurts, and you need to figure out, are you going all 48 with Jimmy and Bam, or at least Jimmy? Or are you at least keeping in mind there might be a game six? Let's have them as fresh as they can possibly be. You sound more, way more than a 2.5 concern. You sound just way more yeah. The more you talk about it, you, you sound like you're on a 3, 3.5 scale. Those words are adding up to, the, yeah. They're, they're, you sound <laughs> way more than a 3, 3.5. You are literally, the way you're coming off, summarized, is that, Gabe Vincent is going to make or break the Miami Heat tonight. You can't tell me that he hasn't been a big part of why the Heat are in this place. Not, yes, a part, but not as big of a part as you're trying to piece it together. You are freaking out the way you have critiqued Miami Heat fans are freaking out this morning on Twitter. Should Spo consider all 48 for Jimmy and Bam? Should Spo consider all 48 for Jimmy and Bam? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter's open at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. A lot of fun TV baseball and mishaps and potential fireable offenses. They all happened last night. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Do you believe that this Heat team, the way it's played this postseason, Jeanette, do you believe this Heat team is capable of being swept? Heck nah. 
because the equivalent of a sweep, Rod Brindamore, the equivalent of a sweep is what the Heat would have to suffer to lose this series to the Celtics. Okay? If you believe that this Heat team is capable of being swept after beating the Bucks in five, beating the Knicks in six, a Celtics team that wins seven with the Sixers with multiple opportunities to shut down that Philly team that struggled with the Hawks. If you think that that Celtics team is capable of sweeping this Heat team, I just I question whether or not you've watched this postseason. Is the door open? Absolutely. And is there always the raised anxiety of being three games to none and then losing game four and opening the door for something to happen to you that's never happened to any team before? That's where the anxiety goes sky high because there's always the what if. I don't want to be on the wrong end of that. I don't want to be on the wrong end of that. Yeah, that exists. But think about how realistic it would be. Does Gabe Vincent not playing tonight hurt? Yes. Do the Heat have Kyle Lowry? Yes. But he needs to, he needs to be good Kyle. Mm-hmm. He needs to be good Kyle, which is pot. We've seen good Kyle. Not yes. two nights ago, but we've seen good Kyle. But don't forget, the Heat using Bam Adebayo as the primary ball handler on offense and starting high-low actions in Game 5 against the Bucks led to a win. And we're going to see that again tonight. I think it's more, do the Celtics have the guts to grind out four straight wins over? Do the Heat have enough to grind out a win tonight? Because based on the history of these two teams and their current makeup, we know the answer to that, and it's the latter. Tony is in West Palm on Ken LeVica Live. Hey, Tony. What up, what up, what up? LeVica, did I hear you say that your level of concern has been raised? To two and a half, a half a point. Oh, okay. Who was three and a half? Who was three, that was, three and uh, a half? Uh, Stone. Stone was four yesterday, and Jeanette's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was th- I was three yesterday. I woke up, I got up today. And I turned it to a four. First of all, rest in peace, Tina Turner. I don't want what I'm about to say to the, taken the wrong way. <laughs> when I heard that Jimmy and all y'all peoples was out there jamming to Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? I, I, it? You know me. I say y'all should be jamming Trick Daddy the whole way through. <laughs> but anyway, it kind of had me thinking, yeah, I could see Jimmy with the, with, the, with the extensions, the dress. Y'all just having a good time. <laughs> but then it went down to a tuna, Vicar. Why is this? Michael Jordan used to jam out to Anita Baker back in the day. Do you remember that? I do remember that. He used that. to jam out to Okay, so he was jamming to Anita Baker. My man jamming to Tina Turner. Caleb Martin, I believe, is still playing, correct? He is playing, yes. Okay, okay. And there's another guy by the name of Max Struess, correct? That is true. And y'all do call him the Struess Goose and all that. You know what I mean? That I was call him many things. Back in the day, the, yeah. the Spruce Goose or whatever. So mm-hmm. maybe he... There's a lot of ways that y'all can go, but let me tell you something. I think it'll be Jovich out of nowhere. I think there'll be some Kevin Love action, and I think Zeller will be something in this game. So I actually think y'all going to pull it off. Tony. So once again, salute to the Heat, and that's where it's at. Tony. Level of concern should be added too. Tony, right, if, up, if, Jovich, if Jovich comes into the game and contributes tonight, mm-hmm. which, I mean, the way the injuries are going, I, I suppose, is, is becoming more of an increasing possibility. I, I, I owe you dinner. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's a Tony's picking. Okay. The Tony's picking. Uh, you already know. And Jeanette got to come. We're going to go to a Dominican spot and hold it down. Let's go. Hey, hey, yo, y'all have a good game tonight. Congratulations to y'all. And I hope y'all win it tonight. You already know. It's all about real basketball, good basketball. And that's what y'all playing. So do y'all thing. Salute. Tony, appreciate you. Uh, Nixon in Boynton on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Nixon. Do you remember that? I do remember that. 
Turn your radio down if you could, Nixon. 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 This is Radio 101. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I can uh, hang on much longer with that. Nixon, uh, feel free to call back and turn your radio down. It's because he's on a 49-second delay, and he's not even close to hearing me talk to him yet. Uh, that does give us an opportunity to, uh, to, to, to have Jeanette hear what happened last night. Okay? First, though, first, though, Actually, I don't want to go in chronological order. Let's let, let, let's let Jeanette hear what happened last night. This is Bally's Detroit, okay? This is Kauffman Stadium, home of the Kansas City Royals. It's the Tigers and the Royals last night. And the, the Tigers, you know how you have an in-crowd component to your broadcast, the, the dugout reporter? For sure. Well, the Bally's Detroit dugout reporter headed into the stands last night for a hit in the sixth inning. To start his report on the future of Kauffman Stadium. And this happened. Well, Kauffman Stadium is the sixth oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball. Opened back in 1973. But it might become one of the baseball cathedrals that finds itself I'm victim. Hang on. It ain't over. Hang on, fellas. Sorry for that, man. Sorry about that. Doggone it. Yeah, that's the money shot. Well, what I was saying here, Shep, so we apologize for the language you guys heard there at home. But. Uh, so, so, so let's just recap what happened, and we'll hear it again. So this man is in the stands at Kauffman Stadium. He's in the middle of his, of his report, and a fan yells, bleep Javi Baez and bleep Detroit. And it comes over clearly, and instead of being a pro and just banging right through it and continuing, this man allows his soul to get crushed. I, I understand that it, I, I understand that that you don't want swears to come over your broadcast, but brother, if you keep going, no one's blaming on you. And really probably half the people aren't noticing that someone yelled the F word twice behind you. Okay? But sure. this man I, I don't know why. I think he thought his career was flashing before his eyes. He freaked out about it. He definitely freaked out and probably had no idea what to do. It's actually happened to me uh, in game hosting with the Astros a couple times yeah. at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, especially because of the video component. Apparently, it's going. It's it was viral on TikTok <laughs> for kids to do obscene background noises. The one uh-huh. that Christian yeah. just made here in studio. And I'm holding a paper, so what I would do, I don't know if this is professional or not, I would just, like, swat him out of the way. Good. And keep going. As you should. But that guy, Little like, punks. Yeah. Like, and then I'd scare the, the life out of them because I'd get security on top of them and I'd go personally yeah. and be like, where are your parents? That's what you got to do. But, but this, this guy this really guy, freaked he out. He freaked out. He paused. He sounded like he was going to cry. He dropped a doggone it. Yeah. Like, Robin, speaking of terrific, who says doggone it? I was going to say, it would take a lot. I don't know it's, what Sinead would get me to say doggone it. But also, it's the Midwest. Yeah. People from the Midwest Great have point. the weirdest things shucks. of old time. Yeah. Aw, shucks. Oh, dear. Chili whackers. Oh, I don't know. jeez. Better than being a broadcaster and accidentally saying a curse word on the air right, during a baseball right, game. Right. It, it actually makes it a much bigger situation than what it act it is if he would have just, like you said, powered through it. Yeah. So, so what situation would you rather be in, Ken? The situation we just heard, someone behind you uh-huh. doing something like that, and it, 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 it knocks you down. Right. Maybe you don't have as many years under your belt, uh-huh. but that does throw you through a loop. Or this one. Thank you. We can't turn the black clock back. We can't turn the clock back. I know it's everything. We can't turn the clock back. That happened on the SEC Network last night. This is the SEC Baseball Championship, 
And let me set the scene. Hit her at the plate who happens to be a black man. A black athlete at the plate. SEC Baseball Championship. And this is what happened on the SEC Network. We can't turn the black black. Uh, we can't turn the clock back. <laughs> so so if he was trying to say clock back, what do you think he slipped on, Jeanette? Uh-huh. Uh, well, you finished him for you, Rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo. That's exactly right. Black bleep on the know? SEC Network okay, last you know, night. Um, without getting too perverse. I'm actually kind of shocked that that. that I gotta say, for some, for some, that might actually make the SEC baseball championship a little more appealing. You know, you somebody the, had to say it. It's somebody the L in one it. word. I feel bad. The L was in one word. He just switched the L into the other right. word. That's just what well, happened. But we doesn't help. <laughs> listen closely to this, Jeanette. What doesn't help the analyst on the game goes, "Ooh, listen one more time." <laughs> we can't turn the black black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. Ooh. Ooh. You just got a little jolt of excitement. Ooh. Ooh. Um, a little curiosity, huh? So, so that happened last night. <laughs> um, but but we remember when we talked about Kansas City My and man. we talked about our, our man from the Detroit Tigers broadcast last night who, who had the F word thrown out behind him. You dog got it. Uh, Kauffman Stadium has, has presented a lot of problems for TV broadcasters. Who could forget the now fired Glenn Kuyper on... Uh, the Oakland A's television broadcast, Fox Sports Bay Area, just two and a half weeks ago. We had a phenomenal day today. National League Museum and Arthur Bryant's it's the Barbecue. Same one. It's the same stadium, Kauffman Stadium, the N-Word League Museum. That was unforgivable. Uh, that was, when you say it that confidently well, with the ER, that's hidden in your brain. Well, don't forget, Kauffman Stadium, during the 2021 baseball season, I present to you Tom Brenneman in a homophobic slur. The capitals of the world. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> And so that'll make it a 4 nothing. Castellanos was born. Uh, yes. F-word, capital of the world, didn't know that he was on, he had a hot mic. Well, and it was going over the broadcast. Well, that, I'm glad you were just a POS and you were exposed. Coffin Stadium is the slower capital of the world. Though. It is the slow it capital is. of the world. Bulldoze that thing. I just never work. I'll go as a fan for sure now. TV broadcasters, please be careful when you go to Kaufman Stadium. Don't get a job there. I mean, we've seen it all. Homophobic, racist, just obscene. Mm. It never ends at Kauffman Stadium. I like the obscene part. Good I'll brisket. fit right in. Ah, uh, You will fit right in. Just go as a fan, though. I don't want you to get fired. No, no. That's, I'll thrive as a fan. Panthers, we love you. Eastern Conference champs. Prince of Wales trophy. Go Cats. Go Heat. And Heat. No game, no problem. Close it out. Jimmy time, bam time. Death to Boston. I don't know. See you, Jeanette. That's Christian. I'm Ken. Bye. <laughs> what?